live from a secret location at Jacobs Boulevard, this is Craft. I'm Adam Rebar, and I'll be filling in for Doug today. Today I'm joined by Johnny DiLoretto, Head of Community Relations for WCBE. How are you doing today? I'm good, Adam. How are you? I'm doing well. This uh, is really interesting. So, Doug, I'm finally, I was curious about this show, and here I am on Doug's show, but he sends you to do the interview, so I don't really get to talk to Doug. Not that I don't want to talk to you, but you understand? Yeah, I understand. And this recently happened to me on our other show, Space Radio, uh, Paul Sutter's uh, radio show. He's an astrophysicist, and he had me on. And uh, and then I found out later that I wasn't his first choice. So, you know, it's it's just par for the course, but I, I just thought I'd point that out. What do you exactly do as a community relations head for WCBE? I'm still figuring that out because as a small nonprofit organization – Everybody here wears more than just one hat. So although my position is essentially community relations, outward facing, face of the station, meeting people, going to events, and really representing the station outside of these walls here, I'm responsible for securing underwriting support. So that's basically like public radio advertising. You know, businesses or organizations will give us money. We put them on the air you know, we create these promo spots for us. That's one channel of support for the station. Doing a lot of uh, marketing and branding work with um, Caitlin Farkas, who's the membership director, and Dan Michalko, the president of the station. So between the three of us, we're really sort of like doing all the work of a 10-person marketing team, or trying to. What exactly does all that marketing and branding work entail? It's really getting the word out right and making sure people understand who we are that they're aware of us that they listen to us that they know what they're going to hear when they listen to us how they can listen to us on the many different ways you can listen to us whether that's on a smart speaker or you're streaming us or listening through your radio in your car or at home okay how does wcbe work with local content producers in a way that's different from most radio stations yeah that's a good question well First of all, that's one of the messages we want to send to Columbus at large is that WCBE is probably the greatest platform for local voices in the city of Columbus. So there's no other station, public, commercial, radio, television, or otherwise, that provides a format for local idea makers and creatives to reach an audience. So we have probably about... I don't know, anywhere from 10 to 14 independent producers who are creating shows, whether those are five-minute modules like this one or they're half-an-hour shows like Space Radio, which I mentioned earlier. You know, we, we need people to understand that this is sort of unparalleled, at least here in this community, and these are all amazing people, and they deserve to be listened to. So we want to create that, and we want to continue to create that and solicit ideas for people who may have a, a show that they want to produce. Uh, now, can anybody contact WCBE and say, I would like my module to be on the air? Well, I mean, they could. Yeah, you could pitch, you know, send Dan or, or myself an email and, and say, look, I have this idea for a show. I think it would be good. We'd, you know, like you would pitch it to anybody else, right? You want to give us a synopsis, maybe a few samples that you've already recorded, and then, you know, it's just a matter of, is it good enough? Is it up to our standards? And, and then we go from there. 
How can listeners get involved with WCBE and make the Columbus Airways better? Well, the more support we have from the community, the more things we can do for the community. As it stands, I think we do a lot. We provide an amazing service. We are devoted to bringing quality news and information and edutainment to Columbus. We're devoted to real news, and we have smart journalists who work here, and we are Central Ohio's original NPR station. And, you know, so quality journalism, great music. Uh, We have Maggie Brennan and Mike Taylor who curate this amazing and amazingly eclectic selection of music from all over the world, different times, different artists and you know really you're just going to hear so much diverse stuff here whether it's talk or music or or stuff like this like craft you inc which is a show about personal branding space radio i mentioned i personally have my show cinema classics with john DeSando, who also has its movie time any time you tune in here you're gonna there's something valuable to take home with you or to make you a, a smarter person or, or a, a more enriched person. Now, what makes WCBE unique compared to other stations? Well, that's a good question. We, as I pointed out, are a public radio station, which means you're not going to hear advertising here. You know, we're not going to be doing beach parties and beer drinking kind of nonsense like that. We're culturally sophisticated. I like to think we are a culturally sophisticated outlet. However, there are other public radio stations, right? And so the question is, how do we differentiate ourselves from other public radio stations, either in Columbus or in central Ohio? And and the way I think we do that is by the sheer force of our personalities here. Dan Michalko, who is the president of WCBE and also the longtime host of the award-winning Science Emporium show, is one of the best broadcasters I've ever worked with. I think more people should know about Dan. And Dan is a passionate proponent of personality, of letting our personalities shine through. And I think that makes us different. You know, oftentimes public radio has this uh, this perception as being stiff and people are, you know, like they're buttoned up and they don't know how to loosen up and they, and they can't really have a, a natural conversation. That's not the case here. I think if you tune into our station at any point, you'll hear a voice that's natural and somebody who is passionate about what they're doing and that comes across and, and the personality comes across. Tell me about how WCBE's funding works since I understand that it's different from how other public radio stations operate, which is often supported by the entities they're attached to. Right. So sometimes there's a parent organization that owns the station, right? And then when the station asks for funds from the listeners uh, and there's a shortfall, that entity comes in and, and covers that. That doesn't happen with us. We have a few channels through which we find support. One, most importantly, is our listenership. We have a devoted group of listeners out there that have supported us over the years passionately. We recently did a little market research and found that our loyalty is sort of off the charts. Like it's comparable to the customer loyalty to Apple products. So, I mean, the people that support us are passionate about it. We're also supported through underwriting, as I had mentioned before, businesses and organizations who want to promote their their business, align their business or organization's mission with 
public radio. Those are the two primary ways in which we we raise funds. Throughout the year, we also have various fundraising events coming up. We have dinner at the refectory. It's $100 a ticket that solely benefits the station. Creative ways to make up the fund driving shortfalls. But the fund drives, spring and fall, are the two biggest ways. Okay. And what does the future of WCBE look like? I think it looks less like a radio station and more like a multimedia broadcasting platform. I want to see us doing more video. I want to see us doing more social media live stuff. I want to see us doing more performances about town. I personally, I have a show called The Not So Late Show. It's a talk show. It's a live talk show event with comedy, music, and interviews with local celebrities. I would like to leverage that show to help greater support the the station. So I'd like to just see a diversification of ways that we reach our audience and also build that audience through curating new community voices. I, I would love to know, what would you listen to on public radio? How do we reach somebody like you? I think the best way to reach me, like a young person like me, is to diversify your content. Go beyond radio like you were talking about, like maybe broadcast a late night talk show on a podcast, reach out to Twitch, reach out to YouTube, see if you can generate audiences there. Mm -hmm. Because I think uh, young people like me definitely feel more attachment to like a video style platform than radio. Great. And if you don't mind me turning the microphone around here and interviewing you, Adam, what kind of content are you interested in? I personally am interested in a lot of comedy content and a lot of science content. Mm -hmm. I also like when that content is on demand, being able to check out WCBE's YouTube page and find like a Paul Sutter's podcast about science and being able to see that uh, and watch it at my own leisure as opposed to having to dial in my radio to catch Paul Sutter's show. You want it when you want it. Right? Right. On demand. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. Well, that's what I think uh, Dan Michalko wants to do is reach a younger, more ethnically and culturally diverse audience. And I think by doing that, that's where we have to go. We have to just make it available all the time. I think a great idea, and I don't know, I'm just spitballing here, but if all of our content was on demand, and when you did tune into the radio, what you heard was maybe the recording of that content. So everything was like podcastable and YouTube ready, right? But when you tuned in to the dial to 90.5, what you might hear is just the production of that thing that you want. You know, so you kind of get both. Yeah. So what are you doing for Doug? What is this? What What does he have you doing? Um, Doug has me doing a variety of things. Right now I'm interviewing you. I'll later edit this. I'll write a lot of the promotion material for this. Yeah. If there's like a small blurb going out to Columbus Alive. Yeah featuring this i have to write one for another segment matthew kale okay who did a wonderful talk about archimedes which mm. will, uh he's going to science sundays so okay. check that out that'll be great <laughs> sounds um, good death rays all about death rays death rays death rays like death race like no, death race or like rays a, like ray guns yeah Ooh, cool like a ray gun. what about ray guns what about uh, death rays archimedes designed a ray gun to burn enemy ships oh yeah it's not the mythical Ar- no, Archimedes the or the legendary classical Archimedes. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm Listen already to the podcast to find out how yeah. we did it. <laughs> I will. Now, here's the other interesting thing. When I met you a couple of days ago, I asked if you've ever listened to Doug's show, Craft, and yeah. you said no. 
You haven't heard it, right? This is the first one you're actually hearing as you're recording it. I, oh, we're kind of making history here, Adam. <laughs> this isn't the first show I've heard. Getting the internship, I had gone back and listened to backlogs of the podcast. Smart. Probably a smart thing to do, right? Yeah. Do a so that's interesting. He hired you as an intern, having never, you know, weren't even familiar with uh, this show. That's pretty cool. So how do you know Doug? Um, I met Doug through Ohio State's professional writing program. Mm. As part of the course requirements, you have to complete a capstone, and Doug is hosting me for my internship. Okay, cool. And do you have any sort of aspirations toward producing a show? Or I know you're into comedy, so like, would you? Uh, what kind of comedy show would you like to hear uh, over the airwaves? Maybe like a comedy craft show talking about local comics or maybe even professional comics and uh, how they go about their writing process, their self-editing process, mm -hmm. uh, sort of what they do to prepare for shows, and even maybe interviewing some people from The Onion just to see what their editing process is like. Interesting. I'd be down for that. I got a couple of ideas for comedy shows I'll, I'll talk to you about off, off mic. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show today, Johnny. No sweat. nice to meet you. Yeah, it was a pleasure to meet and talk with you. For more information on our guest, visit www.crafttheshow.com. And until next time, be creative.